live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City, and you are watching Wager Talk, your sports center for betters here on the Sports Grid TV network. I want to welcome all the Zumo viewers, all the Stir viewers, all those of you watching on Pluto TV, our iHeartRadio network listeners, and all of you listening on our podcast outlets. My name is Ted Savransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. And joined as always by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And we have a loaded show for today. And let me say this right off the top. We're not going Super Bowl heavy today. There will be plenty of time to talk Super Bowl. Okay, I promise. We'll talk sides. We'll talk totals. We'll talk every prop out there. But I'm not spending two weeks talking about the Super Bowl for 60 minutes a day. There's all kinds of betting options on the card for today. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk college hoops. A deep dive into a loaded college hoop slate for Tuesday. Plus, we did a first look at some of those MLB win totals yesterday. We'll take a deeper dive into the MLB wins today. But let's start the way we like to start every show. A little bit of recap of what happened last night from a betting standpoint. And MLK Day NBA... There was definitely a bad beat worth talking about. A brutal beat if you had the Kings and or the under. Miami was the favorite. At no point in the fourth quarter did Miami have a lead. They did tie the game with the end of regulation, however. And in the extra session, the under crashes and burns and the Kings plus the points crash and burner. No Jimmy Butler, no problem. Miami with the win and cover against the closing number. Yeah, I, I just hope no one had both side and total. You know, bad beat is one thing. A brutal double bad beat is just uh, is just something tough to recover from. So hopefully no one did have the uh, Sacramento side with the under in that. And the, the, the worst thing about bad beats, you know, and that was a look, that was a really tough beat. OK, uh, the worst thing about them is that there's no justice. It's not like the next time it comes around. Oh, well, I lost the last one. I'm definitely getting this one. You know, it tends to be a little bit cyclical if you're on the wrong side of some of these. Good luck to you. It won't last that way forever. But <laughs> there's no talk about the Celtics yesterday. A very impressive win. A blowout over the Lakers, who'd been as hot as any team in the NBA. Boston, still a little bit shorthanded, but they played as well as I've seen them play in 2020 in yesterday's win. And the Lakers, let's be honest, not their best performance. It's hard to keep that level of intensity game in, game, game out in Boston. Uh, the Lakers, I say, just didn't bring it on MLK Day in Boston. You know, again, it's teams still get up to play LeBron, and it showed they were excited to play. And rarely, I mean, rarely in the NBA – does a team have such a dominant performance against a winning team, Teddy, where they score 33 or more points each of the four quarters? <laughs> That's, uh, it speaks uh, volumes about the Lakers' defensive intensity yesterday, or lack thereof. And, of course, whenever the star comes back, Anthony Davis comes back for L.A., and it's just a natural reaction. The team exhales, and you get a performance like you did over the course of the weekend. Look at the Nets with Kyrie right now. They get Kyrie back, and it's not uh, the uh, the level of intensity wasn't there 
for Brooklyn. Certainly wasn't there for the Lakers last night. So the Pelicans went into yesterday's game having cashed 11 consecutive overs. If you look at the databases today, you're going to see, well, that streak ended last night. Because the closing total was, a, what, 242 and a half, and they finished with 242. If you bet that game over the total at any point all day, right up until the last half hour <laughs> before tip, you cash your over bet. So, yeah, the Pelican streak of overs is officially over. The better betters still able to cash a New Orleans over ticket in yesterday's win, snapping the Memphis Grizzlies' long winning streak. You know, my database, Teddy, we used we used 241 and that gives them 11 straight overs. And really, that's that's an important thing to look at. That's why I talk about ATS margins at times, because when a game is a win or a loss, depending on it, you know, basically, I think the line to use should be whatever the line the most people could bet the game at. Whenever that line happened where the majority of people bet the game, that's the line I use for the database that I have access to. And again, you'll see dramatic disparities from one database to another. Ralph's got good numbers. I do my best to keep accurate numbers on a day-in, day-out basis. And if you're using a website to get your information, I encourage you, use a good website to get that info. Like Wager Talk, for example. Let's talk false favorites, because last night there were a bunch of them in the association. I'm kicking myself for not betting this. I knew it was a miserable spot for Denver, and I knew it was the second of back-to-backs off a loss, and I knew they were banged up. Minnesota could not be favored over the Nuggets, and it showed, you know, uh, <laughs> Denver with the win and cover as road dogs against the slumping T-Wolves. Okay, how many times are we going to say this, Teddy? Fade Denver as a favorite, play on Denver as a dog. Well, I'm counting at least 50, and you know what? <laughs> if we say it 50 more times, it makes a lot of sense. False favorite last night, the Houston Rockets laying 7.5 against the OKC Thunder. They led for three. Heck of a fourth quarter comeback from OKC. But Houston, once again, let it get away. And James Harden, just one of 17 from beyond the arc. Eddie, for our regular viewers, that's what I took out of the show yesterday. You just mentioned it briefly. We've mentioned numerous times how OKC is probably the best dog in the last two months in the NBA. You talked about Houston having those issues I am mad that that's the game I let get away from me that I didn't get the window with OKC. False favorite, the Suns were laying four and a half against the Spurs last night. San Antonio with the straight up win in Phoenix and Phoenix. They're just not that good right now. And that early season mirage has faded <laughs> in, a, in a big way. You know, we have to remember, there's a lot of false favorites you talked about. Yesterday was such a unique day with very few teams playing Sunday, only one game today, day games in the NBA. Anytime you have those teams out of their routine, this type of situation clearly can happen. And one more false favorite to talk about from college hoops last night, Virginia, Ralph. They just can't put the biscuit in the basket. Cavs lose straight up as home favorites to NC State. When we come back, we'll talk line movers and, yeah, MLB. Season wins. You know we're going to bring it down. Wait, you're talking. Stay on there. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Find us on Instagram at SportsGridTV. It's definitely worth a follow. Lots of good clips. Instagram users at SportsGridTV. And, of course, you can find us on YouTube at SportsGridNetwork. I was actually watching uh, Marenzi and uh, Gabe Marenzi and Cam Stewart uh, doing in-game live during the AFC championship game on Sunday. It's always a lot of fun. There's a good crowd in the chat. Find us on YouTube at SportsGridNetwork. Network. We call this segment line movers. We're not talking line movers today. All right. First thing we got to do is a couple of things when it comes to the NFL draft. I actually want to start with this Todd Dewey uh, tweet that I just saw. Todd Dewey's uh, the uh, gaming writer for the Las Vegas Review Journal. His tweet, quote, Nevada, and this just came out a couple of minutes ago. Nevada sportsbooks will not be taking bets on the Academy Awards this year. According to Nevada Gaming Control Board research analyst Michael Lawton, 
The Gaming Control Board has not received a request from a book to offer wagers on the 2020 Oscars slated for February 9th. So there'll be no betting in Nevada on the Oscars. I don't know what the rules are yet for Jersey, Pennsylvania, all the other venues that has been a popular wager in some places, but not in this state. And it won't be again for the 2020 Oscars. Do you ever like to bet that kind of stuff, Ralph? Well, you know, Nevada's rule is basically this, you know, you know, you mentioned some of the props, Teddy, and things like Gatorade or 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 the longest the way you the, the the length of time you sing a song for a prop. We can't take that in Nevada because it's not something played on the field. Now, they just opened up the Oscars what a couple years ago because we didn't allow things on voting where people could have people could have a a people can get re, uh, answers before the rest of the public. So, you know, I, I look at them. I, I'm not a movie person. Uh, but things like the Heisman, I, I think, are are worth a look at just to see if you have a long shot. Sure. But stuff like, you know, betting on presidential elections or any elections, betting on award shows. Um, if Nevada gets out in the forefront of this stuff, and again, it's not stuff you're going to find in a box score. And the biggest issue for Nevada is someone's going to know ahead of time and they can get bets down with intimate knowledge. That's why none of this stuff's been legalized here before. And of course, this year, none of it's legal because nobody applied for it. They don't think it will be a big revenue generator. The other big news out of Vegas today is, of course, the NFL draft, which is going to be here. I just wrote it on my calendar, April 23rd, 24th and 25th. Ralph, did you see where the red carpet's going to be? Yeah, it looks looks chaotic to me. I, you know, granted they're they're gonna they're they're gonna bring in the 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 families and the players on a boat on Bellagio, but that's not where they're gonna meet. That's not where they're where they're gonna meet the uh, the commissioner. That's gonna be in a different place. I I you know I loved what Tennessee did last year. Right in the middle of the strip, have the stage there, closed down the streets. I would vote for that. Sure. Well, I I can't imagine the strip's gonna be open, but they're saying the red carpet is literally gonna be on top of the Bellagio fountains. And then uh, the, uh, the the dais is going to be over by um, uh, where the high roller is, kind of on the other side of the street. So I have to think they're closing the strip down for that. But uh, I already have it circled on my calendar, Ralph. I'm going to go April 23rd, 24th, 25th. Uh, come on, let's go hang out there. We'll do a little wager talk live. We will. The, the strip's closed from Paris to Flamingo. And then coming off the highway from 215 to Caesars back to... Um, like where uh, the Silver Seven is. Yeah, I would think it'd be closed between Trop and Flamingo, or that's uh, right. most they, of the, or maybe between Harmon. Our county has uh, that out on one of their tweets. Yeah, but the bottom line is, that's a nice event for Las Vegas. Should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. And of course, NFL fans of the other 30 teams looking forward to the draft as well. Now, I could have taken this time and talked Super Bowl. We're going to spend plenty of time talking about the Super Bowl. We have two weeks for the games, and most of the props aren't up yet. I promise you, we will go deep into side, total, props, and all of that repeatedly between now and the Friday before the big game. But when we have version lines to talk about, I really want to pay attention to them because this is the first crack at the markets, the first numbers that we're seeing, and that, of course, comes with the MLB season win Totals, And I want to start, Ralph, because yesterday we looked at a handful of teams. We looked at the Dodgers, 
Padres, and White Sox. At the top, three teams that were 72, 70, and 70 win teams last year that are all lined as being winning teams this year. And we did a little talk, we didn't even get to it, about some of the teams at the bottom. Teams that are expected to take the biggest declines. That, of course, being the Houston Astros, who won 107 games last year and are lined at 94 and a half this year. And the Minnesota Twins, who won 101 games last year and are lined at 90 and a half wins for this year. So for Houston, a 12 and a half win decline. For Minnesota, a 10 and a half win decline. Ralph, you have a database that's pretty impressive. That said, I'm even not sure if you have this answer, but on average, over the last 20 years, how many teams per year improve by 10 or more wins or decline by 10 or more wins? Let's start there. Well, Teddy, you made me do some work because there's nothing I could put in the database that spits out an answer. But it was easy enough for me to do, taking each season, dropping them into an Excel and adding back and forth. So here's what I came up with. 10 win swings from one season to the next, I think, happen much more than people think. Last year, six up, six down. That means six teams improved by 10 or more, six teams decreased by 10 or more. Two years ago, eight, seven. Three years ago, eight, seven. Four years ago, seven, five. Five years ago, Teddy, 19 teams had a 10 game swing. 10 teams went down 10 wins, nine teams went up 10 wins. So to answer your question, on average over the last, I only did eight years, eight teams per season fall by 10 wins from one season to the next, and about 7.2 teams increase from one season to the next. Now, Couple notes when you're handicapping these. Again, there's much more to handicapping a season win total than looking, oh, this team's going to be improved and let's bet them to go over. I mentioned yesterday, handicapping the division is important. Just doing up-downs to see how many teams are going to be better, how many teams are going to be worse because of the amount of division teams you play. Of the of the teams over the last eight years, Only three times has a team improved by 10 or more wins and then improved by 10 or more wins the next season. Only three times has a team went down by 10 or more losses and went down again the next season. Much more likely, over four teams per year go up 10 to down 10 or down 10 to up 10. So you have those roller coaster swings, which is something I look for. Yeah, that's great information, Ralph. It really is. And I appreciate you uh, dealing with uh, uh, a difficult, debased question to answer. And the reason I wanted to ask that question is obviously we're talking about three teams lined with improving by double-digit wins, two teams lined uh, as declining double-digit wins. And I wanted to know if I'm really expecting the Padres to be better or the White Sox to be better uh, this year. I'm looking for the Twins to decline. Am I trying to pick into a tiny little sample size or are there enough teams out there that improve or decline by 10 or more wins a year that it's a safer bet perhaps than it looks? And the answer is it's not a difficult bet to make. It's a reasonable wager to assume that teams will improve or decline by 10 plus wins on a year in year out basis. Agree? 
Agree. I will say this, though. You mentioned the Padres. The Padres are the most consistent team over the last seven years. They are the only team in baseball that has been within a six-game stretch. They have never improved by 10. They have never decreased by 10. Their biggest step up or down has been six wins from one year to the next. So is this the big year? You're betting against their history the last six years. The markets are saying this is the year for San Diego. When we come back, we're going to talk tonight's NBA, but we've got a whole bevy of college hoops games to talk about, all of them on TV. Wait, you're talking to you. Stay on. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, lineup alerts, 
breaking news, late swap support, and much, much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit dailyrotocom slash dunk to learn more. That's dailyrotocom slash dunk. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. It's time, Ralph, for big game breakdowns. And tonight's card, almost exclusively college hoops. There's like 16 different TV games in college hoops tonight that we're going to break down as many of them as we can. But let's start with the one game in the association for this evening. That, of course, the Dallas Mavericks. Minus one and a half, total 232 against the LA Clippers. Injury concerns for both of these teams. It looks now as if Porzingis will be back on the floor for the Mavs this evening. That is officially a quote-unquote game-time decision. For the Clips, they will be going without Paul George once again this evening. You ask me which of these two teams has the upside, which is the better squad, it's the underdog. All right. Uh, Dallas is flashy, and Luka is as good a point guard as I've ever seen in my life. He does some stuff that just jaw-dropping, night in, night out. But, number one, if Porzingis comes back tonight, that's a negative game one, not a positive. Look no further than the Lakers, the first game with Anthony Davis back in the lineup yesterday as a prime recent example. You don't want the team, when the stud comes back in the very first game, lots of exhaling, oh, we got our guy back. And the results tend to show that. So, in my mind, Porzingis returns tonight. That's a negative for the Mavs, not a positive. The other thing about Dallas, man, you look at their schedule here in January, even dating back to December. They've been feasting on the week. One lottery-bound team after the next, after the next. The step-up game for the Mavs, I personally think the Clippers are the better of these two teams. you got to take on this one. Ralph, and it's worth noting total-wise, for the season, both the Mavs and Clippers playing much faster than they have in their last five games. These two squads' pace has slowed considerably of late. Eddie, I, you know, I think you covered the points that I need to make. Uh, there, there's nothing I'm going to add to that. I, You know, uh, they have played quicker. You know, my initial lean was to the under, and then I backed off that, so... You know, I, I think your assessment was pretty thorough. I'm trying, brother. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's talk college hoops. And again, we've got a bunch of games to break down. We're going to take our time. We're going to do it over the next two segments. And we'll get through as many of them as we can. We get through all of them. That's great. If we don't, we'll give you as much information as we possibly can about a bunch of college basketball games for tonight. So let's start. In the Big East, Villanova taking on Butler. Nova, minus three and a half at home, total of 131 against the Bulldogs. Teddy, you know, when I do my power ratings, I have a sliding power rating where I have a year to date and then I have one for the last month. Over the last month, I actually have Butler as the highest team. You know, when I look at this matchup, I thought I might be backing the Bulldogs, but the number came shorter than I thought it would. You know, Butler coming off back-to-back losses, and it's easy to say, oh, well, 
You have a you have a top ten team off back to back losses. They're going to respond. But when you get pressed with pace like Butler against Seton Hall and DePaul, their offense just fell apart. They couldn't keep up with the faster paced teams. When I look at Villanova at home, a very easy schedule. They played three cupcakes the last three games. They haven't been tested. They haven't traveled. Butler's second of back-to-back road. The number's right. I'm going to lean with the under in this game. Under for Butler and Villanova is Ralph's initial lean. Of course, there's always room for that to change between now and tip-off. Let's talk about the Kansas Jayhawks. We're playing their in-state, quote-unquote, rivals, Kansas State, tonight. Uh, You've talked about how you've had Kansas ranked among your top four all year long, despite some early season struggles. Now they're sitting as a number three team in the country. They're a three-loss squad, and they're taking money, the money pouring in on the Jayhawks. This was, what, 14.5, 15 last night. Now we're looking at 16.5 to support Kansas. Total 127.5. Look, I'm no Bruce Weber fan either. I don't know that anybody is. (laughs) But is this too many points for K-State? They are coming off a nice win in their last outing, snapping what had been a pretty ugly start to the Big 12 campaign. The Kansas State win over West Virginia was probably the biggest surprise of this entire week for me in college basketball. Not that they pulled out a win, but they dominated them 84 to 68. So it is very difficult to play back-to-back elite defenses. But when I look at this Kansas team, I think this line is too much. Make no mistake, Kansas State main rival is Kansas. I don't think Kansas sees it that way anymore. You know, you look at who the Big 12's best teams are, and yeah, K-State's made some nice runs over the past few years. But yeah, I'm going to say Kansas, if you ask them, Kansas State is their rival, but I really don't think so. I think it's more the the Baylors and the Texas Techs and even, you know, Oklahoma when, you know, when they had the mighty offense the last few years. With that said, you also look at Kansas this year. They are playing at a much slower pace than they have. Devin Dotson, you think with the senior point guard, you're going to speed up play. They were in the top 50 or 60 last year as far as tempo goes. They are 237 this year. They slow it down. I think K-State has a good enough defense to keep it close. And I think your initial reaction is right, Teddy. This line is just a little too high. You know, you're getting... 16 and a half, 17 points for a total that's 127 and a half. And I think it'll be lower than that. Yeah, we'll end up talking about a game with a higher point spread and a lower total in just a few minutes when it comes to late night West Coast bailout special time. But first, let's go to the Big Ten and talk about Purdue and Illinois. The Illini are now ranked and they're going on the road and they're road dogs. Is there a system for this kind of thing? I know that a lot of Amateur betters, casual betters, recreational betters. Look, one of the first systems I learned betting college hoops back in the day was you find the ranked team that's a road dog and that's your spot to bet against them. Agree or disagree, Illini, plus five and a half, total 127 in West Lafayette, Indiana tonight. Well, this is another game, Teddy, where my power ratings clearly have Illinois as the better team and that's surprising i mean you know for those that follow big 10 you know how the hell can illinois be better than purdue well this purdue team has struggled you know besides 
a 71-42 win against Michigan State. You beat Minnesota in two overtimes. You lose to Illinois by 26 points. You score 37 points. You lose to Michigan in two overtimes. And you lose to Maryland by seven. Again, Illinois, I think, is the better team, and I would back them. But there's certain times when you have a team that's almost in a must-win situation, and I think Purdue's in that role. Losing three of your last four, getting blown out to Illinois and only scoring 37 points four games ago. You still have an elite defense, and Illinois, again, now perhaps is a little high with themselves. We saw Baylor last night get up to number one. We saw that line move. You saw you had to pay the premium price with the inflated line. Baylor doesn't cover last night. I had a check check to play Illinois. The line didn't come nearly as big as I thought it would. Oh, that's a disappointing point spread for Ralph Michaels. Although he says the by his numbers, the Illini are clearly better than the Boilermakers, at least in terms of current form. Let's talk one more in the Big Ten. That, of course. The Maryland Terrapins on the road in Evanston, Illinois at Northwestern. Terps haven't exactly played great basketball away from home, but they're laying seven and a half, total of 127 against a Wildcats team that, uh, to say they lack quality depth is something of an understatement. Northwestern with a paper-thin rotation these days. Yeah, you know, you look at you look at Nebraska, I mean, excuse me, you look at Northwestern, and in in their last 10 games, only one win, and that was against Nebraska at home, and they scored 62 points in that game. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to call this a must-win for Maryland because obviously they're still one of the Big Ten's best. But you are now 0-4 straight up on the road. And with your road schedule the rest of the way, you potentially could go winless on the road. Uh, I don't yeah, – I don't – say must wins again in January, but Mark Tergeron, I'm sure just has this team lit up that I expect Maryland to get off to a quick start. And I would look at them in the first half being 04 on the road, having that motivation going into this game. I expect a quick start for them. Northwestern has not been a quick starting team. I would look at the Terps again, first half. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the memories of that Nebraska-Northwestern game for me. The only game Northwestern's won, and that's the only game I bet against them during this skid that they've had. Let's do one more real quick before the break, and that, of course, the Kentucky Wildcats. Minus 11.5, total 145 against Georgia. Georgia has the potential number one overall draft choice in the NBA for next spring, and yet they're not playing great ball. Wildcats, 11.5, total 145. Another game where I think Kentucky comes in a bit overrated. You, you know, you're 13 and four, but you know, you, you, you split a couple home games on the road. Uh, Kentucky has Texas Tech on deck, the SEC Big 12 challenge. I think they may actually look past Georgia a little bit if they give the big lead and not look to extend that lead. Georgia plus the points might be worth a look. Ralph Michael states. We have more college hoops to break down. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We're taking a deep dive into college basketball for tonight. Ralph Michaels, Betty Covers here on a Tuesday, bringing you wager talk here on the Sports Grid TV Network. And Ralph, we left off with Kentucky, Virginia. We're talking all TV games. Let's talk VCU and St. Joe's. And it's a long way from the Phil Martell era at St. Joe's already. VCU minus 12 and a half, total 148. Against the Hawks in Philly. Well, you know, if you're a St. Joe's fan, the bad news is you're four and fourteen. If you're a St. Joe's fan, the good news is, hey, you're off against uh, off a win against Penn on Saturday. Uh, you know, I VCU's a team I don't play against Teddy, and it's simply this: if you want to back a double-digit road favorite, you want to back a double-digit road favorite that can play. Defense, like VCU can, 
You want to back a double-digit road favorite that can get steals like VCU can. You want to back a double-digit road favorite that has pace like VCU is. And you want to back a double-digit road favorite against a foe that runs with pace like St. Joe's does. So while all those reasons say back VCU, I, I just think the line's a pointer too high for me. But when always when they're on the road, it's VCU or pass for me. Sure. And, and the one other thing that VCU has that's working in their favor, when we talk about teams we want to lay points with on the highway, double digit with on the highway, that's depth. And the teams where, all right, the starters are out of the game, they're not going to blow it. And VCU, once again, with quality depth here in 2020. Duke played Miami a couple of weeks ago, and it was ugly for Hurricane Packers. They were never in the game. They lose by 40-something. I think 44 they lost that contest in. Well, the rematch is tonight. This time, it's at Cameron Indoor Arena. Duke laying 18 and a half. All the money's come on the Blue Devils. Total 149 and a half against Jim Laranega's Miami Hurricanes. Well, how can the line not go up, Teddy? The final score was actually a 33-point margin, Teddy. Uh <laughs> Nine, uh, 95 to, to 62. So listen, we have Duke that already has beat him by 33. We have Duke off back-to-back losses. We have Duke off a home loss to Louisville. We have Duke only with Pittsburgh on deck. So we got to bet Duke, right? Well, not so fast. Y- you think Duke off back-to-back losses and is an automatic win? Database again in college basketball goes back to 2006. Number one, this is not last year's Duke team. We do not have three top draft picks on this Duke team. Number two, when Duke is off back-to-back losses 14 times in the last 14 years or whatever that is, they're only nine and five straight up. They're only seven and seven against the spread. And when they've been a double-digit favorite, they've actually lost two of the three times they've been a double-digit favorite off back-to-back losses. This Laranega team is playing hard. I actually lean with the dog, and I I would fade Duke in this spot. Yeah, I mean, uh, Miami is a type of team, I love them when they don't step up in class. Sometimes they get athletically overmatched. That could be the case tonight. But, of course, we've seen nothing but Duke money thus far in the betting markets. Hence, your value price for Miami might be very, very real. Ralph saying 18.5 might be a little bit too much. And this number could go higher before tip-off. Marquette, minus eight, total of 148 against the St. John's Red Storm. St. John's has shown signs the last couple of weeks, but this is a conference I continue to struggle to find teams I want to bet against. Who are we betting against in the Big East, Marquette uh, or St. John's? Yeah, you know, when you you look at a St. John's team that's 12-7 and seven on the year and you're in last place, you're 1-5 in conference action, you know, and you look at those conference losses, losing the three points to St. Hall, nothing wrong with that. Losing the five points at Providence, nothing wrong with that. Losing by eight at Xavier, nothing wrong with that. And you lost by two against Butler at home. You're a team that's covering. You know, obviously St. John's plays with pace. That, I think, favors Marquette when you have the better offense playing with pace. But, again, there are so many dogs that I, I think There are so many overreactions today because we have these better teams at home that I think this line is a couple points too high. That, you know, I will also say this, Teddy, there are what, uh, 25 games tonight? 
I passed. I don't think I've ever passed on a card with 25 games because there were a lot of games close that I'd lean to, but I didn't get the window with one side tonight. Yeah, I, I felt that there were a lot. I had a lot of leans on today's card as well. And it's not like I peppered the board with wagers either. Interesting discussion, though. And the information, again, we talk about these teams for these matchups. This isn't information in a vacuum. The thought process about a team or a spot or a situation or a type of situation, this is information you can use moving forward, not just for tonight. Let's talk the, I don't know, we, we, can we call this the dregs of the SEC? SEC's got some pretty good teams up top. When you get to the bottom, you get Missouri laying 10, total 123 and a half against Texas A&M. How bad are the Aggies right now that Missouri's laying 10 to them? Well, if you remember, we talked about the Aggies last week. As a dog, money in the bank against LSU this past week. They were a six-point dog. They took them into overtime. They actually had a five-point lead against LSU. What happens the next game when they come back as a favorite against South Carolina? They lose by 14. You now have them in this dog roll. Anytime you're getting a Buzz Williams team and you're getting double digits, it's something I'm going to look at. You have to remember, Buzz Williams over from Virginia Tech. Think about that Virginia Tech team in the ACC the previous five years, how they were slow-paced, and they match up to you know the way Virginia plays defense. Uh, I am not sure that, uh, I, I, again, I have to back AM in this dog role. The defense, the offense is still struggling, no question. The defense plays in spurts. They do not have the depth to play like the old Hokies did a previous year. They're at least a season away from that. But again, this is a Missouri team that slows the pace as well. They're in the 270s. You know, I think this is an under I like. It's 123, 123 and a half. You know, I think this is like a, a 60-55 type game where 115 is the number that I project the final at. Sure, and of course, the money so far has come against the Aggies. Missouri opened in the eight and a half, nine range. Now, bet up to 10. So not only does Ralph like the side, you're getting actually a little bit more value with it now than you were off the opener. Let's talk some late night West Coast hoops. Whether you had a good night or a bad night, there's always room at the end to get down one or two more times. We had two West Coast games to talk about, both in the Mountain West Conference Four this evening. We'll start with Utah State against Air Force. The Aggies have now been bet up to minus 14, total 146. I watched the first meeting between these two teams this year, Ralph. Utah State was in a circle the wagon spot against Air Force. They took an early lead. They appeared to be in control. I blinked, went to the bathroom, had a cigarette, came back, and they were down 20. <laughs> Air Force bombed that team. They were raining threes, and I don't know, the Aggies have bounced back. This is supposed to be a circle the wagons spot for them. We've seen those spots for Utah State. Is Utah State broken right now? Minus 14, total 146 against Air Force. Yeah, I think they're broken. You know, you're one in four your last four games. You lost at UNLV. 
you lost at Air Force, and you lost to those two teams by a combined 36 points. UNLV and Air Force are not the best teams in the Mountain West, and to lose by 19 and 17, respectively. You lose at home to San Diego State. Yes, they're the best team in the Mountain West. And then you go to Boise. You're off a Boise game that you take them to overtime. It's a big swing in the schedule being 3-2 or 1-4. Well, guess what? You lose an OT, you're 1-4. I don't understand this line. Yes, this is a Utah State team that uh, beat uh, Florida. This is a team that, you know, beat uh, Fresno State and LSU is the other team I'm trying to think of that they beat early. But it's not the same team. The offense efficiency is not there. They still slow the pace down. Air Force is a very difficult team. They they have a lot of passing. Assist to, assist to point scored is huge for them. When you start to get tired on defense or lose attention, Air Force is a difficult team to, to play against. This was my top lean, Teddy. So I will say that while I didn't get to the window in any game, Air Force plus the points is what would be my top side of the day. Sure. And I'll say this much for Utah State. I watched them. Uh, lose to San Diego State as well. And it was the same same story really in both those games. Struggling on the defensive end a little bit, and when they're taking a punch, they're not punching back very well. Um, Air Force plus 14 might be live, says Ralph Michaels. I don't know that I disagree with that. One iota. We talked a little bit earlier about Kansas laying 16.5 in a game that's total at 127.5 in K-State. I said, there's a higher spread and a lower total we're going to talk about later. That, of course, would be San Diego State, minus 23, Ralph, at home against Wyoming in a game that's totaled at 120. If Wyoming gets to 49 and you bet Wyoming and over, you can't lose both. Can Wyoming get to 49? Well, hell, they've gotten a 49 every game except TCU. I'm looking 47. Oh, they scored 32 against South Carolina. Um But this is a game where, you know, your slow tempo, San Diego State's slow tempo. Teddy, I I am not going to lay 23 with San Diego State because, you know, yes, they blow people out and they shut them down. But if anyone makes a few threes, it can it can blow that 23 point. But I do like the under. I got a quick I got a quick angle. When San Diego State is a home favorite, off back-to-back wins is a favorite. So that's going to be every game the rest of the year for them, basically, you know, as as they have their record as they do. They're 3-22 and 22 over-under. So when you get that home and the average score in that game, 66-58, to 58, an average total of 135. So those games, even with the three overs, they've gone under by 10.6 points per game. I'm going to say this. Wyoming doesn't get to 50, and the game goes under the total. (laughs) I love it. Good stuff. If you're not learning something about college hoops and college hoops betting, uh, pay more attention. (laughs) Ralph's doing an amazing job breaking all these games down for us. Just a couple minutes left here, Ralph, and there's two games I I still want to talk about. So uh, I'm going to skip ahead and talk about Wichita State, who has yet to win a road game this year, and they're getting steamed. They're now up to minus five, total of 125 and a half against a South Florida Bulls team that keeps coming, hanging tough and then coming short at the end. Should the Shockers be laying this price on the highway? Well, the Shockers did win at Oklahoma State and did win in UConn in overtime. So they do have a couple of road wins. 
And I understand their two losses. They're off back-to-back losses. They played UConn in two overtimes, then went to Temple. Temple had to circle the wagons game and beat them. And then I didn't just think people people don't give Houston enough credit. Houston, to me, is a better power-rated team, and Wichita State's coming off that loss. Wichita State is a good enough team, plays good enough defense, off back-to-back losses as the better team. It's either play Wichita State or fade for me. And that's the way the markets have moved. And the game that I'm most looking forward to tonight out of any of them is LSU-Florida. LSU minus three, total 143 against the Gator team has been making me money lately, Ralph. Real quick, what do we got on the Tigers and the Gators? Gators were a top 10 team. I think there's a lot of value. You look at LSU, I think they're overvalued. Four-point win Mississippi State, four-point win A&M, one-point win Mississippi State, two-point win Arkansas. Every game's close. I like the Gators with you, Teddy. Me too. Or so. We have a pair of leads toward Florida, though neither one of us taking any money of our pocket to bet them. Yet, maybe we'll see three and a half for tip-off. Wager Talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. We're here in the 
stretch of Wager Talk on a Tuesday. And we're talking Super Bowl memories this week. We're going to talk best. We're going to talk worst. Ralph gave us a great one yesterday where he bet far too much on one side uh, on the Saints in the Saints-Colts Super Bowl and then had to sit with his wager because he didn't want to take what we call a Polish middle where you end up you know, with the chance you lose both bets. Um, that's a good memory. I have two Super Bowl memories that really stand out to me as good ones. And both of them came on – some people like drama. You know what my favorite play in football is, Ralph? It's when a team takes a knee. Okay, the that's my favorite formation. play. It's over. You can't lose. I like the blowout. And I like being on the right side of the blowouts. And I don't, I mean, I'm not much of a drinker, maybe once or twice a year uh, at most. A lot of years, you know, it just doesn't, you know, I, I don't do well the next day. If I'm drinking yesterday, you're not going to see me at all today. And I can't come do wager talk with you. <laughs> I tend to get very hungover. But the first one, Bucks Raiders 2003. And that was, I've been in Vegas five years. And that was the first Super Bowl that I was hanging out with all my handicapping buddies. And we all had Tampa Bay. And it was we were, it was easy and fun. And we were doing shots. And the game was over by halftime. And I was over by halftime. And it was a blast. Those are nice. Seahawks-Broncos in 2015 was almost the same thing. You know? Uh, not it wasn't the, it wasn't like okay well now I have friends in Vegas and that are as good as my friends from back home but it was hanging out with buddies low stress situation that game was I mean I never felt more confident than the safety on the first play of that game <laughs> I'm like this game's over right now we won and we did and Seattle was in control throughout and I had a couple of drinks my buddy won a bottle of tequila and it was one of those nights everything goes right you're cashing all your props those are the best. Those are the best Super Bowls you can have. I've had two of them that I can think of the last 20 years, and they're both a lot of fun. I'm hoping that Super Bowl 54 is every bit as fun as those two. That said, tomorrow, Ralph, we're going to talk about the bad Super Bowls, and we both had them, more than one. I'm not looking forward to that discussion, although important to talk about it, and it's a good time in retrospect. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Thank you for watching Wager Talk. We'll be back again tomorrow, noon to 1 Pacific, 